He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Here we go, folks. Tuesday afternoon, December 6th. I'm Drew Berkwist. This is my show. And we're damn glad to be with you. Thanks to all of you guys who are coming in the various chats, various different platforms out there. If you're listening in your car, whatever you're doing, we're glad that you're with us. Lots to get to today. Lots to get to this week. Man, I tell you, I've mentioned it before. We've got a very busy production week. There's been some twists and turns with it. Uh, but it's been a very busy production week. We're excited to bring extra stuff to you throughout the holidays and then uh, get into kind of a couple fresh aspects of the show in 2023. Don't worry. We got the rest of this week. We're here through Thursday. There's going to be booze and banter each and every day. We'll share that link with you for today's specific booze and banter later on in the show. Um, man, we'll be there, by the way, at drewberkwist.locals.com. You can always just go that way. Get yourself an account. Um, and spend some time with us. So, so get on over there and do that. But a lot to get into today. We got CNN's take on the the, the Twitter dump. We've got more KJP than you, you want today. I'm sorry in advance, but we'll get into that. We'll talk about KJP and some of the dumb things she said. We've got this this wedding debacle. Graphic designer, website designer, whose case is being held at the Supreme Court. The left's losing their mind over it. Because she, a Christian, doesn't want to build a site for a gay couple who's getting married because it goes against her spiritual beliefs. The left cannot have that. You cannot go against them in any way, shape, or form. You cannot have your own thoughts. So that's a big thing. So, we'll talk so why, about that. why'd she? Yeah, I guess we'll get into it. But why'd she get picked to build the <laughs> website? Then you know, like, all right, go find someone else to say, "I'm sorry, I'm too busy." Anyway, we'll get it. We'll that's, get into it later. That's yeah. That stop your common sense. Um, just like people who come and troll things. Like, you know, you can change the channel. Um, it's possible. Whether you're on social media or you're watching it on Roku or you're watching on whatever. Like, you can, you can change the channel. Um, we talk Michael Avenatti. We've got some other great stories to get into. Plus some booze and banter. We're gonna... Kanye just keeps giving us these clips. I'd call them good clips, but they're, they're kind of concerning clips. We'll talk about that. John Bolton thinks he's going to play Savior. He's, he's saying if... Look, if things keep going this direction, especially after Trump's truth message the other day, I'm going to have to step in and run for president. Okay, big guy. All right, so we'll talk about that. Lauren Boebert said goodbye to Pelosi. We've got some other clips. There's plenty to get to, plenty of stories to go around, all of that. Uh, And reminder, starting next week, as I already kind of said today or alluded to today, it'll be the 12 interviews of Christmas that'll be getting streamed right here on whatever the platform you're watching. day of Christmas. <laughs> and we sing that every day. We don't. We don't. Um, you wouldn't come. I we wouldn't should. either. Uh, all right, let's get to question of the day. It's that time. And I, th- look, I think this is a tough question. We try to ask kind of tough questions on purpose because we want to challenge you. This is a show about America and about challenging you. Um, it's really just about America. But, the question is this, we're, we're in Christmas, there's Christmas traditions, there's Christmas movies that, that we watch, and, and kind of all of us watch, we've talked about movies, uh, you know, which ones you like more, this, that, and the other, this one has to do with characters movies, and the question is this, which is the better, or who is the better Christmas character, Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation, or Marv from Home Alone? 
which is the better Christmas character, mm. Cousin Eddie or Marv from Home Alone? As you send that in, guys, you've got to go check out Field of Greens. The, the, the discount ends this week. I keep telling you, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. It's packed with full-spectrum fruits and vegetables, plus it's got science-backed herbs. It's got prebiotics. It's got all of that. It comes in. You can see it on the screen here. We'll pop it up. It comes in these various flavors. I'm big on the lime right now, but you can choose whatever you want. But it comes in all these great flavors. You pour a scoop into the cup, the container that they send with or for you. You drink it down. It tastes good. You feel better. You get those essential fruits and vegetables that you need in your body on a daily basis. And the best part is, folks, especially right now being Christmas, you can save 15% off your first order just by going to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W. If you sign up for recurring orders, you'll save an additional 10%. Again, it's fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code DREW, and you can save, guys. Take, take advantage of this. Take care of yourself, your health. It's important. You only get one of you. Um, so we hope that you'll do it and enjoy it. My whole family uses it. I use it. It's been great. And uh, actually, we're about ready to order more because we're, we're running out. So get on over there. Again, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Drew to save. Let's get to your answers here. Uh, Cousin Eddie, says Shelby. Cousin Eddie, says Shirley. Cousin Eddie, hands down. Um, Marv from Home Alone. Eddie, Eddie, we got another Marv. We got another Marv. And another Marv. It's, it's like actually. Just took, just took the lead, I think. It's it's damn close. It is damn close. Again, it's a tough question. You should love both. Both of them are great. Their characters are are fantastic. They bring great holiday joy. I I really enjoy Marv. I think he's funny. He's he's the he's a key part of the Home Alone movies, the first two. Oh, oh yeah. But I think just because I'm look, I'm a tradition guy, and that's traditional too. But I think I got to go with Cousin Eddie. I mean, Cousin Eddie just the amount of quotes that come from him, the amount of scenes that come from him. He's a legend. Yeah, um, surely it, I'm gonna be one. a Democrat is... and vote Eddie again. I like it. That's 2022. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, and it's it's a hard question because it's like, ooh, they're both great. They are. But without Marv, you don't get to name the Wet Bandits or the Sticky Bandits. True. You know? That's true. No, it's the iron to the face. He I will mean, give uh, some belly laughs to your children that yeah. will make you belly yeah. laugh because they're great. It's a tough question. You can't go either way, but I, 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 I personally have got to go Cousin Eddie. And you're on the spot. you got to choose. Oh, I'm going Marv. You're going Marv. Okay, you're going Marv. Yeah. All right. Splitting right. the, split the vote. Splitting the vote. Okay. All right. Let's get into some stories. You guys can keep sending in your responses um, and, and continue the discussion with that. There's, there's some more that have come in. But CNN's in full damage control. So we talked about Matt Tybee and, and the Twitter dump that he was given by Elon and then subsequently shared over the weekend um, on Twitter. And CNN is in full damage control over it. So they're... <laughs> They're, they're figuring out how they want to handle this, and they posted CNN Digital, I should say, which is all still under the CNN brand. But CNN Digital posted an article titled, Released Twitter Email Showing How Employee, Employees Debated How to Handle the 2020 New York Post Hunter Biden Story. 
And by reading that that title, you might think, okay, this you know this is going to be a well thought out, maybe maybe even quasi even handed article about the inner workings of Twitter and their staff and how they handled the Hunter Biden laptop story, right? Because it seems like a somewhat reasonable title. Well, here's a quote from Yoel Roth, who is the former head of Twitter Integrity, which is such a leftist beta title as it is. Here's the quote, though. He said, I felt at the time, the po- I hope he's not offended by me saying he, I know it's, it's 2022. I felt at the time the Post reporting had all the hallmarks of a Russian hacked and leaked operation, an assessment that was shared at the time by dozens of former intelligence officials. Yes, ones who lied and have faced no consequences for it. But I love in this case, in this article, which again, of course, was not balanced. It was not anything but just nonsense. But you've got Roth here, who's just just quoted that, acting like he understands what Russian misinformation might look like. He's got no clue, folks. No clue whatsoever. He's like every other leftist in the United States He just repeats what he hears from others. And in fairness, how would he know, right? How would he know what that looks like? He's not a a clandestine services officer. He's not someone working in that field. He doesn't have the clearance to see and, and know and understand how that stuff works. But yet they'll go out and they'll push all this stuff and and discuss all this stuff, you know, at large because someone has told them. And you look back to who he kind of like might have intersected with or interacted with. And it makes sense that he's had a talk with James Baker, who was former counsel to the FBI. And then left to be counsel for Twitter. It only makes sense that that douche would come up with that narrative. But it's no surprise to any of us, I don't think, that once the story was released by the New York Post, Twitter and others, but in the case of the discussion we're having right now, Twitter went into overdrive to figure out a way that they could block it. So they went with, after looking at their own internal policies within Twitter, what can we get them on here? They went with hacked materials. Because there's a clause in their terms and conditions that outlines what they can do in the event of discovering hacked materials. Now, how you put it in that category, I don't know, because Hunter, I mean, Hunter's laptop had some interesting emails, yes, some stuff like that, but it was a lot of pics of his junk, him doing drugs off of hookers. So how exactly is that hacked material? It's not, unless you think that somehow Russians hacked into Hunter's computer, planted those images on the computer, and then gave it to the guy with the beret in the Delaware computer shop. I mean, you'd have to suspend so much belief in reality to to buy that theory. And again, it's been disproven since. The the left still loves that uh, theory. But, I mean, it never made sense in the first place. It it makes even less sense now. And it's been confirmed as much that that the laptop and its contents are real. And it was not a Russian or any other foreign agent misinformation campaign but never underestimate the gullibility and the stupidity of democrats especially blue and non-democrats which makes up like what i don't know 90 percent of all democrats these days 
We've all known for a while that the media in this country, as sad as it is, the media in the United States of America is corrupt and leans heavily left. They control all of the, of the outlets. And the ones that you're like, well, but not these couple. Okay, even if that was the case, you're still like, what, 5%? But among those 5%, there's some that are not what you thought they were. They're not run by the same people they were used to, to be run by. Things ramped up, so they were bad going into the Trump era. They got even worse during the Trump era while he was in office. And now we are where we are. And we keep talking about how the masks have come off of the left. And, and they're just putting it out there. They're finding new, new ways, new methods, new verbiage that, that defines what they're doing and why they can do it, justifies what, what they can do is they go out and censor speech, put more people on list, do all the crazy stuff that they're doing on a daily basis. It's absolutely insane. KJP, I, just, I wouldn't be su- go ahead. Sorry, I just wouldn't be surprised if like, oh, they did find stuff that was like seemed like Russians, and then, you know, I would not be surprised if Hunter was like, well, yeah, like some Russian guy came into my house and put that stuff on my computer and and then left, <laughs> you know, like it was weird, you he know, like the I, hooker and yeah, yeah, and then and then everyone else, you know, everyone left is like, see, he had nothing to do with it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He was innocent. He was just sitting naked on his couch. He's the smartest guy I know. How would he do this? Yeah, they brought the drugs in. They brought the hooker. And then they brought the intel that I didn't know was on there until you told me it was on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seen it a hundred times. Um, so KJP was asked about this. And I tell you, this is, I, this is a perfect answer for the left and specifically for KJP. Listen to what Corrine Jean-Pierre, the token press secretary, had to say about it. Uh, decisions were made to, to censor reporting leading up to the election. My question was, is it the White House view that these decisions were made appropriately in light of what has come out? Which decisions? By whom? By Twitter. By Twitter on, okay. So look, we see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform. You did, June. You did just hear her say that. Uh, I mean, of course, this empty-headed press secretary who's maybe the worst ever, which is perfect. You've got the worst president every night. You've got the worst press secretary. Of course, she's going to say that the emails are a distraction. A distraction. This is part of, of, of their damage control. They acknowledge that the story was real. She just did there, even though at the time, back in 2020, when we had, oh, I don't know, the most important presidential election of our country's history going on, They were denying day in, day out, that the laptop story was real. But that way they can say it's old news. We talked about this ages ago. There was words that came out of my mouth that mentioned his laptop. Now they're calling it old news, a distraction. When the clear-cut... Clear as day for anyone who's paying attention 
truth is, is that they chose to ignore it. And so did the rest of their mouthpieces in the mainstream media. It's the, it's the total definition of gaslighting. They want to try and convince you that they covered the story. When in fact it was only covered outside of, you know, conservative hosts like myself on, on, in digital media, on the radio and whatnot. It was, it was only covered by Fox, Newsmax, and really just a couple commentators on Fox, not even all of them. And then, of course, New York Post, who broke the story. But nobody in legacy media covered it. Other than to say that it had the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign, like, which, again, they don't know. They don't know what that is at all. All they were doing, the mainstream media, was regurgitating the information that was given to them by the DNC. If you think about it, this is a great analogy that, that, that Tom came up with. They're usually great. Sometimes they're graphic, but th- th- this is a good one. Ah, it's, I mean, it's, but it, if you think of the media like hatched birds in a bird's nest and the DNC being mama, mama bird, a mama bird, it's a gross way that they do it, but, it, but she's chewing up the food, right? And then she spits it into the little baby's mouth. That's how the DNC gets their talking points out to their, to their proxies in the mainstream media. Now go take that visual and spread it. Um, but KJP wasn't done. KJP wasn't done. She asked, or she was asked rather, a question about Biden and the border yet again. Here was her response. The reason I asked is just because the president had said previously that he hadn't had a lot of time to get to the border. He's going to a border state tomorrow, so you think maybe there would be time there um if there isn't tomorrow can you say at this point that he what i'm saying is tomorrow he's going to uh, actually focus on an issue a bipartisan issue that was voted in congress the chips and science act something that is going to deliver for the people in arizona uh creating jobs and making people's lives better and making sure that we are bringing manufacturing back into uh, the U.S. That is critically important. Now, what I'm saying, the second part of that to your question, if Republicans officials truly, truly want to deal with immigration, they truly want to deal with the border, then they would stop doing political stunts and actually work with us on the plan that we have put forward, which they are not. And that's what we want to make very loud and clear. There's ways to deal with this. Again, they can come and actually do this in a bipartisan way, just like we did with the Chips and Science Act. So notice how she brushes off the question completely and, because she wants to talk about the Chips and Science Act. It's, it's like that chick. What was that? I forget which hearing it was, but it was a hearing on the Hill. She's being asked a question. She didn't answer it. And she, she was like, I don't want to answer that question. I would more pre- rather pre- prefer to talk about this issue. It's like, that's not how this works. That's not how oh, it works. I'm trying to remember what that what that was about, but I remember that was so like, it was oh, amazing. So you're, I mean, you're allowed to say that, and it's okay. Yeah, I just I I just hit you off while she was talking. I said I would rather get hit in the head by a two by four than have to listen to her all day. It'd be tough. Like, it's just it's, it's just <laughs> word salad. She didn't say anything. There's literally nothing uh, there. I mean, honestly, this chick is so dumb. I think that she really probably believes that the chips and science acts has to do with actual potato chips or tortilla chips which sound delicious, by the way. But, like, she's, mm. she's just dumb enough where you can think that and be like, ah, oh, that kind of makes sense. 
And by the way, if it actually had to do with potato chips and or tortilla chips, it might be the first bipartisan thing that we could get through. Because everyone loves chips. Maybe not some Democrats. Maybe they'd view tortilla chips as cult cultural appropriation. I don't know. But I mean, we could probably get the guy for mission on. I mean, we got contacts. Yeah, we, we got contacts there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Um, He's a great guy. I, when I actually ran into him at the thing I was at, he gave me a hug and everything. I was like, uh, hi, I'm David. He's like, oh, <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> like, and then I, I felt like uh, Zach Galifianakis in the. Uh, in the hangover, like when he like embraces the hug, like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take it. Like, it was <laughs> if you're giving it, I'm taking it. Um, so the, the reporter asked though, you, you said previously he had not had a lot of time to go to the border. He's going to a border state tomorrow. So you think maybe there would be time there, which seem that's a reasonable question, right? You, this president and his, his borders are and Kamala Harris have not been there yet. He's going to be in Arizona. It would make sense. You're close. Like, maybe just do it. By the way, he came out today and said that there wasn't enough time. It wasn't an important enough issue. Um, there are, see, he said there's more important issues to deal with. Interesting. Um, but, of course, as, as I said earlier, KJP defaults to bringing up another topic. Then she returns to it, as you heard at the end there, blaming Republicans, saying that they can fix this by coming to the table. But they're just pulling. I mean, you can't come to the table when your goal, their goal on the left, is to give all of these illegals amnesty and just let them to continue to pour through. It's a, it's a non-starter. There's no compromise when it's like, yep, we want to keep the border wide ass open, let them all come in. It doesn't matter if they rape your children or kill your wife. It doesn't matter if they bring drugs in that are going to end up at these parties. It doesn't matter about all of this stuff. I just love how after Ducey, and I know Ducey wasn't the one that did this, but it just seems kind of, you know, after he was like, oh, he, he got an invitation and, you know, and, and he's, is, did he RSVP? Remember that? And then and she's like, oh, he's, he's, he's been, and he's like, when? Has he? Yeah. Like when? And then she just kind of skirted around it, but okay, well now he's going. Like, because now they're going to be like, look, see, he's at the border now. Yeah, he should have gone. He should have went day one for when he got elected in because it's an issue that we're having. I but wonder, whatever. you know, Breezy6144 over on Rumble says this affirmative action hires the most stupendously stupid person I've seen on TV. I agree. She's up there. If she's not at the top, she's, she's up there. I wonder, though, if she goes home to her wife. And, you know, spouses are supposed to be supportive. I'm supportive of spouses being supportive of each other. They should be. But, like, is it kind of like, hey, you killed it today? Like, can you even say that? Or is it just like, how was your day? And then you walk <laughs> away and you get busy with other stuff so you don't have to actually. Yeah, well, or, maybe or maybe she knows that because... she's just awful because she is awful. Or maybe her partner tried and then is like, I have a. I have a strict rule. No, we're not going to talk business or work at all in the house. I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to know about it. And then it's just like this. Everything's great. How'd you do today? I killed it today. They asked questions and I said words. Yes. You know, <laughs> like I read them from it. the that's binder. Talk about. <laughs> Tried to read them because she usually she can't find it. Yeah. She's just like, I don't know. Kaylee could find it every time she was organized and she was awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, so 
Let's probably had tabs. She probably had tabs. Well, I mean, uh, tabs you know what? Too. You get props for being organized enough to have tabs and then be able to respond that quickly. So KJP was then asked about this whole Supreme Court case that I talked about earlier that's being heard this week. I've got more to talk about this, but let's start it off here by <laughs> showing you what she said, because it's both ridiculous and there's a concerning thing in here, too. Currently happening uh, right now, and so I know the Congress is, is moving forward having those discussions. I'm certainly uh, not going to be negotiating from here, from the podium. Thanks, Two topics, if I can. Uh, the Supreme Court heard arguments today about a graphic designer who objected to designing websites for gay couples. The justices uh, seem to be sympathetic toward her uh, in today's uh, in, uh, on the court today. We've heard the White House talk about the potential ripple effects after the Dobbs ruling. Do you have a comment on this specific case and any concerns from the administration about the potential wider implications of this particular case? So I want to be very careful here. Don't want to weigh in or prejudge uh, the, Supreme, the Supreme Court's outcome. You know, that's something I'm going to do here at the, po at the podium. But to your point, more broadly speaking, and we have talked about this, we recognize the, uh, the uh, right to free speech, and we support ensuring that no one is discriminated against or refused services because of who they love and who they are. And so, as you know, we've been very clear about that. The administration believes that every person, no matter their sex, uh, race, religion, or who they love, should have the equal access to society, including access to products and services on the same terms as other members of public. Uh, look, Department of Justice said uh, in its brief that for decades, non-discrimination public accom accommodations laws have coexisted with the First Amendment. Uh, courts have recognized that we can recognize that we can require businesses of open to public to service people regardless of their backgrounds, even when that means businesses must incidentally um, uh, engage in speech which they are which they disagree upon. So this is no reason to upend this balance right now, uh, as the as the Department of Justice just laid out, as I just laid out what their uh, what they said in their brief. But again, I don't want to weigh in. I don't want to get ahead. Uh, of, of, uh, of what the Supreme Court's decision will be on this. Uh, Disco, you've got your hand up. Yeah. Um, uh, hi, yes. I'm uh, Disco from uh, This Is My Show, Drew Berquist. Is this <laughs> the only website creator company in the world or the United States? Apparently, yes. Yeah. It's the only one you can go to. Gotcha. Okay. I, I just wanted to know because I – Find no. someone else. <laughs> well, I know, but that's, that's the thing is these people are so – I, I, I want to break into to what she said there, but these people are so hateful and vindictive, and I'm talking about that community. There's great people in that community too. Obviously, you can't – but there are people who are so angry within it, and you've met some in your life. You've come across them, and if you don't go along with everything they say, they get pissed. So the, the logical, rational person here would hear this probably get a little bit pissed and upset inside, maybe even say something stupid, but then they would move on and find a different company. There's a gazillion web designers out there. By the way, most of them are strange as hell because I work in the industry that uses web designers. Um, so if you find a good one, hold on to them. But, but you go somewhere else. But I love, so, so that's, but again, that's way too much common sense there, Disco. Just stop it. There's no place well, for yeah, that. I, 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 I'm just saying it's like, okay, if this is going to be brought to the Supreme Court, how about all the times I've lost a job because I'm a white male Christian and I have a wife and kids? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, come on. Like, let's, let's bring it all out for everybody. Let's, let's get it in there. Let's, let's jam the courts up with it. Because if this is the only thing that's there, it's like, come on. 
I've been in small towns where you see a thing that says, we reserve the right to deny services. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and they're not saying because of color or they're saying, they're, they're, they're saying because of stuff that we believe in because we're Republicans and stuff. It's like, okay, then wh- what's the issue here? It's go just, find another web designer. Yeah. Well, I, we've got, I mean, we could go down some crazy rabbit holes here, but like we've gone so far down that like, I, I think HR stuff like that. I think, I mean, this, this your business, you want to serve this person, you want to serve that person. Do you know that it's going to possibly come with some, you know, some hubbub and some conversation? Yes, but if you're willing to do that, then do whatever you want. I, I the same thing could could be brought over to hiring. Say, well, you have to interview this many people, or you can't say that you're looking for this, or that I can do whatever I want. And guess what? I do. Like we're gonna. This is the kind of person we want. That's the kind of person we get. I don't have to entertain anything as a business owner, and I refuse to play by those stupid rules. We're gonna we're gonna do it. The way that we want to do it, other small business owners should do the same. It's, it's just everyone sack up, get some thicker skin, and if something makes you uncomfortable or you don't like then move on. Move on. But, but notice how she talked about how I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to let them do this, but I'm also going to offer my opinion and, and tell you exactly what I think and what this administration thinks about how this, how this should go. And she said in there, this is a really important line because this is the mouthpiece for the White House, for the, for the United States government. She said, we can require businesses to serve people, even if that means businesses must intentionally engage in speech which they disagree, disagree upon. I, that, sh- that should be a flag for you. That, sh- that should be a flag for everyone they they don't get to decide that they don't get to force you you know what drew you're gonna start making gay porn at at your production company no i'm not yes yes you are like that that's that's obviously a ludicrous example but like that's that's the kind of crap that they're saying there trying they think that they can force it by the way you never see when it comes to this stuff you never see like a case that involves a Muslim bakery or any Muslim businesses that's refusing to create a wedding cake for a gay wedding. And I'm not saying that because I, I, I have an opinion on that. I'm saying that because they don't pick on other groups. They always seem to involve Christians. They always seem to pick on, on just, just Christians in this country when it comes to this stuff. I mean, right. I mean, it's, it's strange. And, 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 Muslims shouldn't have to do it. Others shouldn't have. You should all be able to do whatever is right for you. Right for you on an individual level. Right for you as a business. But Christians, man, they're always under attack, especially by the communists. Another example. There's a bakery. There's a bakery. Someone comes in and says they're doing a 9-11 themed cake. 9-11 themed wedding. (laughs) What? That, that need a cake, and they want a cake with the two, the two uh, twin towers with planes crashing into it. I wouldn't want to do that. So now do, do I have to do it because the government's forcing me to do it rather than say, how about you check out, you know, Dinglehofer's Bakery down the street? Maybe they'll do it. By the way, that's a real story. That happened. Remember well, the no, band it, uh, Devo? Did you ever yeah. hear? So Devo yeah. had a... 9-11 themed wedding cake. 
Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, is this a hypothetical? I mean, this sounds like you're getting pretty detailed. No, I mean, it, I, it happened. In the, to me, it's also, it's, it, like, I would like to know how the web designer handled it, if it was, like, you know, polite. Because, I mean, there was a one time I did turn down a job, it, my production company did, because the, the you know, the script was like, oh, there's going to be demons and all this stuff. We're actually going to get, like, a Wiccan to come in and actually write actual spells out so they could be doing I I just said, hey, I, you know, uh, more power to you. This is not something I believe in and I agree with, so I'm just going to remove myself. And it was a, you know, they're like, okay, cool. You know, like it was, but it was like we we talked about. It. I I just don't, I can't attach my because I just uh, you know I'm, I'm I don't believe in that stuff and I don't want to attach myself to that. So I'm sorry, I'm gonna step away. And it was like okay, cool. And then yeah, six seven years later, it was a really big TV show on Freeform. <laughs> but hey, I can't you know I can't. But you made the you decision know, that was best I made, for you exactly, and, and everything was fine. Like it's not like I went to court over it. You so I do how you it people. It's a simple concept. Yeah. It's a simple well, concept. Like, well, like this whole thing. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of you know, shifting kind of gears here. But you know, it's uh, Bill Burr. He has a thing where he talks about like pro-choice and all this stuff. And he's like, hey, I'm all about you know, pro-choice. It's your body. Do whatever you want. You know, he's like, but it's still a baby. You're still killing a baby. You know, and he's like, when people say, oh no, that's not what it is. He's like, well, no. If I was baking a cake and got everything, all the batter mixed in, ready to go, and I stuck it in the oven, and you came in five minutes later, went in and just threw it, like, what are you doing? That was my cake. What was it a cake yet? Well, it was going to be. You know, so it's like, you know, like, come on. And it's it's the truth in the matter of that fact. Like with all this, it's like, I can do whatever I want, and on that's fine. You can't be like it's. I can't be offended because of what you want to do, but you can be offended because of what I want. Like, come on, like grow up, be an adult. That's what I feel like. Why is the Supreme court even taking this? Why? Yeah. yeah. They should be like, um, you guys go, uh, to Starbucks and talk like adults and, um, make up heaven next. <laughs> that's what, I, if, yep. if I was, if, if, if I was the judge taking that, that's what I would say. Next group. Why of white jobs. Um, Holly, by the way, the, uh, Fly safe. See that you're, you're traveling there. What I would suggest before you lose the feed is go up. You might get tackled by an air marshal, but go up and put it on, you know, speaker on your phone and then and then grab the, the phone so the whole plane can hear just the discussion that we're having. Um, that would be amazing. But it, it, the, the bottom line is, is her statement there that we we can force people, force small businesses to do this is perfect for them, because, again, with the left and particularly this this new breed of communist left or this new unmasked i should say communist left it's it's elites versus the the nobodies in their eyes and they hate small businesses they hate entrepreneurs they hate people who can build a great life for themselves using this great country this great experiment that we've all been a part of using the the government and and the constitution, all the stuff that's there, that's in place, that's allowed people to to grow and prosper and have that. They hate that. They can't have it. So they got to take it away. But as much as KJP says something that's concerning, this is just straight odd. I guess is is the the way to say it. But they had CNN had a panel discussion. So we're going back to CNN for a second time today, and they had a discussion about this very Supreme Court case. And listen to this panelist take right here if you can at what point can someone say i'm an artist 
and not really be one. My question really is, what is art? I mean, obviously, I'm not disparaging your art form. I had a wedding website. I understand it. It's a whole thing. Um, I know you're an artist. But what is to distinguish you from somebody saying, well, you know what? Look, my macaroni and cheese in this restaurant is a work of art. This pie is a work of art. The way that I sell, have make my clothing in this boutique, works of art. So you know what? I don't want somebody in here who's gay, who's black, who's Jewish, who's disabled. What is the line that distinguishes, say, you from the artist that somebody could, under the auspices of saying they're an artiste, do the same thing? Do you have those concerns? <laughs> I, I, the, the level of stupidity there is, is mind-blowing. It's amazing. I love the faces and the expressions on the other people because they're like, Oh dear God, is she really talking about black people and macaroni and cheese? Is that where we're we're going with all of this? And and it is. It's like I, I really don't want to answer this question that you're saying. As a matter of fact, I really don't want to be here. Like if, if one of these studio lights or a microphone like something could fall on me and just take me out of my misery, that would be great. Medic! <laughs> but she I mean, she's talking about someone. The the stupid chick. They're None of them are overly smart, but she's talking about someone who's an artist and who has a shop and sells items. And her point is that the store owner's not going to sell their products to somebody who's black, Jewish, or gay. Just as a sidebar, did you see how she tried to lump um, in leftist victim groups? She might want to rethink lumping Jewish people in there because we all know how hard, how hardcore the left is about basically just their straight-up hatred for Israel and the Jews. but. She's talking about people refusing service to other people based on race, religion, or sexual orientation. Which is not, by the way, the argument the Supreme Court's hearing. They're hearing an argument about somebody who is forced to do something that goes against her religious beliefs. Her argument would be better if, if she said, I have a restaurant that serves a really good macaroni and cheese and I had a customer come in and tell her that they wanted the macaroni and cheese in the shape of an abortion baby, complete with ketchup being sprayed all over. I mean, just like some nasty thing. Which hopefully no one's requested. But that's a bit more accurate of an analogy than just saying what she's saying. Based on somebody being an artist and refusing service to come uh, to, to someone who, who comes into the shop or restaurant. It's just, it's just all insanity and and i hope that people recognize that it should be regardless of political affiliation regardless of how you vote regardless of how your parents vote your friends vote regardless of whether you're a person of faith not of faith wherever you land it should be that business owner has the right even if i disagree with it to sell what they want to sell as long as it's legal to whom they want to sell it to and if they have a problem with that whether it's based on, on their, their spiritual values, based on whatever, okay. Okay. Is what it is. You know, you know what? Let's take the schools that are pushing gender fluidity and all that stuff. Let's send, you know, let's take them to the Supreme Court. If this is the, you know, if they're going to play hardball with this, with like a website. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's, it, it's it, like I said, is she the only one that does? <laughs> she's the one and only website builder here in the United States. Okay, then find someone else. You know, and if it's like, well, I really like their work. Okay, well, find, again, find someone else. Yeah. Build it yourself. You have, there's there's more than one option here, people. <laughs> like, there. 
taking it to the Supreme Court, I again, if this goes, I mean, come on, years ago there was a guy who won a lawsuit because he bought a RV, was driving it, had to go to the bathroom, stuck it in cruise control, and then it drove off the road and down like a hill and all that stuff, and he <laughs> won because they were like, he said, well, they didn't tell me what the cruise control actually did, and this was before Tesla and the cell. This was like years ago, and he won. That's that's such an Anchorman two scene. That's amazing. Um, I know, but it was like it's okay. But that was a fact. Like long before Anchorman two, like it was it was a fact. Like that he won, and so okay, yeah, I could see that this lady could win. You know, they, they could win. You know, like the like the one that wants the website. You know, it's just like oh my gosh. Yep, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um, all right, everyone, smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're grateful you're here. We're grateful you're engaging wherever you are, please make sure you're subscribed on said platform as well. So we can get you updates. You can know when we go live, when we, when we upload something, whatever the case might be, we're going to get into Avenatti here in a couple minutes. We've got more stuff to get into all that's on the other side of the break. Stick around. Merry Christmas and happy new year. It's that time again, time to shop for Christmas. But where can you find the perfect gift? Shop Mammoth Nation. We have hundreds of retailers offering thousands of products. You can shop everything from home goods to sporting goods, travel to apparel. The best part, you get great discounts from retailers that love freedom and love this country. Shop to the right, give to the right. Join Mammoth Nation and use this promo code to get 30% off. May God bless you and your family throughout this holiday season. Michael Avenatti, I'm, I'm sure you saw it. I'm sure you saw it, but he was sentenced to 14 years in federal prison. He was forced also, or he's going to be forced to pay $11 million in restitution to his former clients, all of which is just fantastic news. And remember, this guy, Michael Avenatti, he was a rising star among the Democrats. They loved him. He was the Italian Obama, like the next great thing, just with some lighter skin. And, and he was their next great hope. He, he talked about running for president. Remember that? He was talking about running for president. He was a guy that they rallied around because of his you know, legal background and, and supposed chops that he had and the fact that he was not afraid to take on Trump. He talked all the time about bringing Trump down. That was his, his mantra. Of course, that's theirs as well. So they were, they were a perfect couple. He promised that Trump would face prison, that there would be prison time. Well, before we get into this a little bit more, do we have audio for this? No, we do. Sorry, I was okay. uh, the next one. My bad. This yeah, is yeah, this yeah. one's fine. So yeah. So before we, so this before we get into Avenatti a little bit more, here, here's just a delicious little sample of all of the left just lifting him up, talking about how amazing he was. Just all the crazy hacks in the media. Take a listen. 
He's Donald Trump's worst nightmare. Michael Avenatti. Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think. These people all like you. I'm the only person right here Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. We think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down Donald Trump. Right. Michael Avenatti's a beast. Okay, that's true. And he, he's a beast. He's a beast. I hand it to yeah. her and I hand it to Michael Avenatti. But he has a great, bigger calling here. That being a lawyer is minimal compared to what he's doing. No one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. He gives Trump a run for his money more than anybody else, Michael Avenatti. An existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. And is he really thinking about running for president? Uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. You look at the field of Democrats right now, and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide they value a fighter most, yes. people would be foolish to underestimate Michael yeah. Avenatti. I have always said that they need a fighter. Look, I mean, we're going to continue to use the media. I think we've used it with great success. All of my sexual fantasies involve him. <laughs> all right. So they loved him, right? They were all about Avenatti. Michael Avenatti's the great... I love Stelter there. The reason I'm putting my weight behind you... Like, shut up, Stelter. But those are some cringe-worthy moments right there that you just witnessed. I love, by the what way... one at the end that we missed here? My sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Uh -huh. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep. Shocker, he's going to On prison. On the view. On the view. <laughs> Ugh. It's just, but like, it, 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 what's funny is they, they say all this stuff. They, they, they go all in, right? And then he gets busted, and it's remarkable how quick they, they immediately start to distance themselves. There's a guy in there, I forget which guy it was, who, who said something about forget, you know, forgetting, you know, a face or a name or whatever. It's like, that's what they're doing now to you. Because as soon as, as your use is up with them, you're gone. The communists kick you to the curb. They'll look the, the, the other way immediately. They'll just go there. We, no, we never said that. We never knew him. And all of these people there that we just showed you, they were all in the media, so they'll all vouch for that. They'll, none of them will talk about it. Because, again, once you're done, once your usefulness is, 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 is up, you're discarded like a piece of trash. They don't need him anymore. He was a rising star. Look at look at how they went all into Gillum. Not like the guy that they found Gillum with in his bedroom, but they they went all into Gillum, into Stacey Abrams, Avenatti. They pick some serious losers, people, criminals. It's ridiculous. Yes, Charlene, the view is still on the air. Sadly, I don't know how we talk about that a lot, but. Uh, Maybe the, 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 the perfect 
so, do you remember this video right here that we're because I think it sums up how well or how little he's liked, how 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 he's not well received among so many people. He's always been seen as a scumbag. Again, the media there they're propping him up and saying all those rosy and flowery things about him. But but this this clip right here was amazing. This is this is his press conference from years ago. Just just wait till the to the I mean it shows a, 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 a I don't know. A this small one has snippet. no sound. Yeah, this, this that's no fine. Sound. There's no sound. But but just watch this. He's wrapping up, wrapping up there, looking around. Are there any questions? No. Nod. Wave. Thank you. Thank God this camera person panned <laughs> back because there's no one there. There's not a damn. Nope. So, I mean, that's one of the greatest videos of all time. <laughs> I mean, he literally. Go, let's play that again. Let's go to because like. You go back to the beginning of it, and he's doing you know kind of the typical stuff left and right. Yeah, hey Doug from the the Pioneer Press. Hey Rachel from. Uh, yep, no no more questions. Thank you. Okay, I appreciate it. Um, it's no only you, Avenatti. You're the only douchebag in the room. No one cares. Wait, look at this. Ready? There's more people. Look at the far left outside the room. Yeah. <laughs> than inside the room. Oh my gosh! Wait, it's, uh, no one, no one has any questions. Man, that's strange. Okay, all right, it's have a so good day. <laughs> so amazing. I mean, it's sad, it's pathetic, but for us, it's, it's amazing. Gold. Oh, and, and again, they, they they thought that this guy was like the second coming of JFK, who, by the way, would not be a Democrat in today's Democrat Party. But in the end, he couldn't. Get anyone to show up to a press conference. He, he filmed it to make it seem like he was a big deal because he thought he was. And he just turned out to be your typical leftist grifter, criminal, who's now going to jail, federal prison for 14 years, $11 million in restitution. And it's just amazing. I'd be okay if that was more like that was his demands video. <laughs> yes. You know? These are my demands. <laughs> you know what? Right. Yeah, or, or or now, like, it's just come out, like, you know, and, and no one cares or over it. But that was in the heyday when he thought, he, oh, I'm taking down Trump. Did you guys hear me? Oh, that's right. There's no one here. No one gives a crap about me. No, you're, you're scum. All right, let's skip hey, this John, break again today. can we make today. sure we send that tape? Can we make sure that, that, uh, that, that t the tape you got there goes to the news? Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so let's hit these last two stories, then we'll get on over um, – We'll get on over to uh, to booze and banter, but less than a week after, I think it was last week, right? Trudeau said that Canada supports the Chinese people protesting yeah, against yeah. CCP, and he we we laughed about it, right? Because obviously this is one of the most tyrannical people, most draconian laws and policies during COVID and all of that, and and they haven't ended. It's it's been bad ever since. But he takes a break and decides not to play dictator for a day. And says, hey, we support you. We support your right to do that. Well, a week later, not even, he's issued a warning to Canadian truckers who are organizing another pro protest. And he said, quote, I'm expecting that the tools police have at their disposal and, and, and put in place, um, expecting to use that, his quote's a little off here. But he's, he basically said, I'm expecting and guiding the police to use all of their tools that are in their, their disposal to make sure that there's no repeat of the occupation 
which hurt many people last year, i.e. translation. I'm going to use the full resources of the Canadian government, the law enforcement community within Canada to make sure that you are not allowed to peacefully protest. The people in China who are not protesting me, Justin Trudeau, we support you. But if you try and protest here, I'm going to shut it down. You do not have a voice. And what he's talking about with those tools, by the way, you're talking drone surveillance, pepper spray, armored vehicles, trampling people with horses, which sounds extreme, but he's done it. Called in the Mounties, remember that? Beating people with nightsticks. And just in general, letting the the police kick the shit out of people who are peacefully protesting. Because again, there was no violence at any of the trucker protests in Canada. They're out there like making Canadian bacon, singing songs, throwing sausage on the grills. Like, frankly, I wanted to be there just for the tailgating experience. The food looked amazing. But the Emergency Act in Canada allowed the communist regime there to immediately declare anti-lockdown protests to be illegal. Remember, they, they, they froze bank accounts. You could give to the cause, not even be there. They froze your account. Let's also not forget that Trudy called the unvaccinated extremists, said they didn't believe in science, and oftentimes were racist and displayed misogynistic tendencies. I mean, the the stuff that comes out of these people's mouths, it's just, it's ridiculous. But you see, I mean, in, in him, too, the dictatorial tendencies, like his biological father, Castro, he's just another typical leftist, communist, disguised as a liberal. If you disagree with him, he's going to use all of the government's force, the full government might, to get you to comply. Even if that means bankrupting you, beating you, imprisoning you. He will do what it takes to make sure you comply. And he's a darling. He doesn't always get his girl. But the Mountie will always run over a protester. (laughs) That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. But what's crazy is how much people love them. You hear, you hear the globalists all over the world, Klaus Schwab, you know, prime among them, talking about what a darling he is, what a great person he is. And it's because of his willingness to push this draconian nonsense down on people. It's, it's how intolerant he is. They love that. Because the left at, at their core, they can't stand diversity. They can't stand other opinions or ideas. They can't stand any of that. It's 100% compliance at all times or bust. And we talk about that all the time, but it's so true. Like, there's no room. There's no wiggle room, which is why it's always so funny when they talk about we're looking to get bipartisan support or support from the conservatives across the aisle. First of all, most of them are actually on your team. Second of all, that's not possible. That's not possible. Because you guys want... It to be 100% your way. You want to abandon and trash the Constitution. You want to destroy the nuclear family. You want to bankrupt and get rid of the middle class. And you want everyone in the country to be completely and solely reliant upon big government. All right. <clears throat> we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see how he handles these protests this time around. Folks in Canada, you did it awesome last time. Do it awesome this time. Keep it classy. Keep it safe. And let him put on display for the whole world how these people act.
All right, <clears throat> we're gonna head on over to Booze and Banter. We've got uh, we've got the link right here. We'd love for you to come. It is a troll-free experience. It's an experience with drinks, if you so choose, which is always a good thing, especially in 2022. So come on over. Get yourself a Locals account if you don't have one. You can do that at drewburkwas.locals.com, or you can just go to the link that we just pasted in the chat that I just pasted in the chat. Uh, we've got two more full shows this week, tomorrow and Thursday here. There'll be booze and banter each and every day. 12 interviews of Christmas start next week. Thank you so much for being here, guys. We appreciate hanging out with you. And it was a great time. We look forward to seeing you boost and banter. If we can't, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.